Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. You know, how you doing? This is Rashawn McDonald, and uh, welcome to my show. And my show is Money Making Conversation Masterclass. The interviews and information that this show provides are for everyone. I tell you every week, it's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start living your own. My guest today is a uh, trusted real estate advisor. He is dedicated to the movement of buying back the block and providing financial literacy for generational wealth. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass, Randy Lewis. How you doing, Randy? Hey, Rashawn, how you doing? What part of the country are you calling from? I'm calling from Washington, D.C. Oh, I got a brother there. He owns, uh, you know, he's a former military uh, army guy and got out of the army and um, got three barbershops and a, a, a braid shop down there so he's doing well down there so hopefully you're doing just as well in the uh in the dc area as well my friend are you yes sir you know blessed to be able to be in this position and um not just being able to uh you know get some income flowing but also educating our people you know you're a former college athlete what school did you go to so i played at youngstown state university in ohio it's an in the FCS uh, conference, and then I also played at um, Indiana University of Pennsylvania. I had an extra year of eligibility, so they paid for my master's. Now, I asked that question because now when you probably played, uh, when I went to college, the word NIL did not exist. If you don't know what NIL, that means name, image, and likeness. And I went to school with uh, Clyde Drexler, went to school with Akeem Lajuan, and all these people, you know, they just had to, operate off the college scholarships. Now you can get paid off your name, image, and likeness. What can you, uh, are you involved in name, image, and likeness when you're talking about generational wealth of financial literacy? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, this is a brand new concept. Um, it's, it's very new when I was in college, you know, I, I was blessed to have a full scholarship, but you know, that was pretty much it. Um, you know, we had people taking out loans, but now with the name, image, and likeness, um, these college athletes and high school athletes are, as well are able to, 
you know, make money off their uh, name, image, and likeness. And so um, I found an opportunity to, uh, as I work with athletes, to create a program um, where we're educating these young athletes on how they can let their money work for themselves. Because a lot of times, you know, in these industries, you know, these people get the money, they're not educated, you know, they're buying chains, cars, um, they're not buying assets. And so my goal has been to educate them on ways where they can, you know, purchase real estate and set themselves up really for success to where, you know, if they don't make it to the NFL or even if they make it to the NFL or NBA, you know, they are educated, um, their money's growing, and, you know, they're not going broke like these stories that we hear pretty often. Yeah, when it comes to athletes. You know, the interesting thing about it, and just to just continue down this name, image, and likeness, because it really is huge, uh, the Nebraska coach, um, um, Matt Rule, he said the going rate for starting a college quarterback in the Power Five is one point five million dollars. That's what the, that's the, that's what they're paying these college students. Now. We're not even in the NFL yet. We're not in the NBA yet or Major League Baseball. But the college football, which is driving this and the, and the whole process in there. So help me with that whole conversation. Is that is that. You know, you can be in high school. Does does high school kids get to participate in NIL? Or is it only when they graduate from high school? Because a lot of kids are exiting high school early to get paid, correct? Correct. Um, and it just depends what states you're in. Um, so I'm in here in D.C., but as you may know, you know, we call it DMV, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And so Maryland um, is one of the few states that's actually passed a law where high school kids can actually um, you know, earn money off their name, image, and likeness. So, you know, we have some kids who are, you know, getting close to a hundred thousand dollars a year, and you know, you know, for their name, image, and likeness. So, um, yeah, as early as high school, these kids are starting to get money, and it's not always just money. You know, it could be clothing, um, cars, be, you know, cars, you know, different things. But you know, these kids nowadays, it's just a whole new era. Well, you know, it's important that, you know, getting a car comes taxes. And that's where you come in, you know, because that's when they run into financial problems. That this deal that you may have gotten in a contract you signed, because there have been some scam type contracts, even though they're supposed to be tied to legitimate NAL deals. It's important to always have the right people looking at your paperwork. Because I'm just talking to parents right now, Randy, because, you know, it used to be the big game was to make it to the pros. Now the big game really is to be good in high school because you can get paid. Now the game is just to get to college and don't even worry about the scholarship. You can get paid because the scholarship is coming nowhere near what you're making. And some of these colleges, they're paying average. The offensive line, starting offensive linemen get like anywhere from 50000 to $75,000 a year just for starting on a good football team. So it really is a, a process of how you have to really set your child down or your children down, depending how many people are talented in your family, and look at it from a different perspective because it used to be the end game, you had to make it to the pros. But that's not the case anymore, is it, Randy? It's, it's definitely not. You definitely hit it on the nail because for us, it's our approach is to talk to the parents first because a lot of these kids – rely on their parents and you know a lot of times these parents aren't necessarily educated and so um you know and they're the ones pushing the kids okay well, when you make to leave we got buy me a house and do these kind of things so um yeah we're, we're really just trying to educate these kids as you mentioned they're making a lot of money 
just for being on, you know, the starting roster. But not only that, there's incentives as well. So if they play well, you know, they get may get more money. Um, and, you know, it's just a lot of times nowadays, some of these kids, it's more advantageous for them to stay in college as opposed to go to the NFL. You know, it's really, uh, if, if something's been trending the last few days, is Deion Sanders' kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you just type in Deion Sanders, if you're near a computer or your cell phone, kids, they didn't buy him a house. And these kids are all in college now. NIL deals. They bought him a mansion. Bought him a mansion. That's how much money is being distributed to kids in college. That they that they, his kids can buy him a mansion and not even sweat it. Not even sweat them. When I saw the picture of these kids, none of them looked like they were struggling when they when they when they were telling dad, "This is yours." Like they they pulled the last dime out of their pocket to put him in this mansion. But that's the world that we live in today, and that's the world we have to understand is available to talented young athletes who used to be, you know, you know, because you have, you know, pros, you have the G League, and if you're in basketball, you don't have to go to college anymore. Just go to the G League. It's just the game has changed so much when you was in college. Do you shake your head with all this money running around now, Randy, versus when you was at Youngstown? <laughs> Absolutely, and and you know Youngstown, we're Division One, we're a little smaller, but Youngstown is like a big football town, and you know I have some of my old teammates that are coaching there, and those kids are still getting paid, um, you know, a good amount of money, and I'm just looking, like man, you know, had I been there around that time, you know, I, I just imagine what I would have done with the money, but the the reality of it is, I might not have been educated enough, and so I might have just been blowing my money because we did get some money. And, you know, we would spend that within, like, two, three weeks. So, you know, while you're getting the money, just as quick as that money can go, it can come in, it can go. So, you know, it's important that they're not just getting the money, but they're sustaining it and, you know, taking advantage of that opportunity. Yeah. Well, let's educate our audience about who you are. You know, to be a financial expert, be a guy who's out there making these wise decisions for people when they ask them for that type of advice. Tell me your academic background and your experience that allows you to be able to communicate with people about financial literacy. Yeah. So um, I got a business. Uh, I got a, a, a bachelor's in administration and business at Youngstown State University, one of the top business programs. And then I um, I had an extra year of eligibility left, so I went to a school called IUP, Indiana University of Pennsylvania, and I earned a master's in employment and labor relations. Um, so once I was done with that, I moved back to the area, and I worked in HR for um, eight years. I was actually 30 under 30 by SHRM, which is the largest um, HR association. And, you know, through my educational background, my work experience, you know, I, I worked a lot with just recruiting benefits, you know, compensation, um, employment law, labor relations, um, workforce development, organization development. But I also was a dual career, so I was in real estate as well. So I purchased my first uh, multifamily unit building in 2016, and I went through the program called NACA. And NACA really allowed me to fully understand what all goes into budgeting and purchasing a home. Um, At the end of NACA, I was able to purchase a multifamily unit building um, with no money down. I'm not going to say no money down, but I put about $2,000 down at closing, and I got an income-generating property where I lived in one unit. I lived rent-free, and then my other 
three units, you know, I had tenants in there. I was um, cash flowing. And then from there, it just kind of propelled. I would teach um, other people. My cousin um, bought a, a four unit a few months uh, after I did on my same block. And then my best friend a few months after that on my same block. And then I started educating people. And, you know, that's how my movement block shoppers came about. And so from then on, um, you know, we've just been educating people on, you know, different ways to build wealth, especially through real estate. And, um, you know, it's just become a, a pretty big movement. And that's what we met. We met at a NACA event, correct? Yes, uh, the Achieve the Dream event in L.A. I was actually speaking there. I uh, met with Bruce mm-hmm. on the net. Yeah, Bruce, the CEO of NACA, and NACA is a program where he's been a guest on my show at least three or four times and where I bring him on just to talk about, you know, he got me when he told me that, and it's true, that if you live in, you can take your Section 8 mortgage payment and turn it into a mortgage of rent, Section 8 rent, and turn it into an actual mortgage payment, which means that you have home ownership, which means you can build equity in your life and you're not trapped in an environment where you will never have any equity, you will never be able to have pride nor respect about you changing the dynamics of your children's lives. And that's what NACA programs are like. And you're telling me you use NACA to really start your buying the block program, huh? Absolutely. It changed my life. Um, You know, after coming out of college, um, when I was going through NACA, I was making about 40000 a year. And, you know, we're in Washington, D.C. Cost of living is <laughs> yeah. high. And, um, you know, NACA afforded me the opportunity to, you know, buy this half a million dollar property. And, you know, it's a below the market interest rate. Um, again, they cover your down payment, closing costs. There's no mortgage insurance. And, you know, my mortgage is about $2,000. And, you know, in D.C., for one bedroom, it doesn't matter where you're at. You know, you it's at least 1200 and so, you know, you just do the math, you know, that's helped me tremendously. Not only that, NACA has requirements where, you know, they want you to save some money. So, you know, when it was all said and done, you know, I was able to purchase this income generating property. I didn't have to pay for rent and I still had my savings intact. And so that was a life hack for me. It just put me in a position where, you know, financially I could, if I was just, if I stayed true to what I knew and like just continue to build, you know, set me up to just, have success. Wow. You know, it's really interesting when I hear you talk, you know, about uh, financial opportunities. How, what makes you a believer when you, when people come to you and say, hey, I can, I can turn my life around. What turns your life around, Randy, into this whole, you know, financial literacy? I want to share these values to people I don't even know. I want my community to be even stronger. What, what changed your value system or was your value system always there? I, I would say it was always there. I, I may have not had like the like a mentor to like really guide me through you know where I'm at now from that standpoint right away. But like you know my parents are Haitian. You know they came to America. We're first generation Haitian. You know they instilled like education. You know discipline in myself and my brother. And so like that was always a big thing. But just respect and just you know doing things the right way. And so you know when I got, you know, my parents put me through private school and, you know, they spent their last dollars. And so just seeing them, you know, sacrifice just so we could have a better life, you know, that kind of put something, put a fire in me to like return the favor, not only to them, but I just think naturally just people that look like me and just trying to find ways to just help others. And so, you know, it just allowed me to, you know, have that mindset and 
here we are now. You know, it's I'm passionate about it. I don't have to fake it. It's just something that I want to do. And so I think, you know, when you're authentic and organic in your approach and, you know, you have a passion, you know, sky's the limit. Wow. I'm talking to Randy Lewis. He's a, a real estate advisor. He's uh, buying back the block. Now, when we come back, we're going to find out, is every block a buyable block in your neighborhood? Please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. Welcome back to the Money Making Conversations Masterclass hosted by Rashawn McDonald. My guest is Randy Lewis. He's a first generation uh, Haitian American, um, a real estate advisor. Um, trying to change the neighborhood with advice, with financial advice. And when you're out there telling people, what is the most skeptical? Because uh, everybody's a skeptic, you know. Even this story you talked about NACA and how you you're know, making forty thousand dollars a year and you in a half million dollar home and you know you got a low interest rate and it's, your mortgage rate is two thousand dollars a month. There are skeptics out there. People do not believe that. Now in our community, does skepticism stop us from being successful? When I've talked about our community, I'm talking about the black community. I, I think it does, um, and you know, unfortunately, like. With lack of education, um, you know that that makes that's a, it has a huge impact. Um, but you know, for me, I try to educate people. We're now in the digital era. Like you, ha- everyone pretty much has a phone. We can, you know, 
look things up. Now with AI and everything, you can literally find an answer for everything. And so, you know, we tend to have um, skepticism, but, you know, I try to, you know, be genuine. I try to share real-life experiences. I'm big on testimonials, so if I'm helping people, I ask them, you know, you don't necessarily have to tell your business, but just let people know, reassure people that, you know, this is possible. And just by sharing your stories, um, you know, it might just take, you might, relate to one person, you know, and that can make a big difference um, because oftentimes when you see somebody who looks like you, sounds like you, you know, it can tend to have a better effect. But um, oftentimes I I am faced with, you know, criticism, but, you know, thank God for social media. And for me, you know, I have a big presence on there. And so a lot of the work we do, you know, we highlight our clients and, and we share success stories. And I found that's helped combat with the skepticism. So you're constantly marketing your brand and using social media, new technology. They said, what, 90% of the people who use social media have mobile phones. So I'm I'm assuming that you're reaching a young audience, correct? Definitely young audience. Um, It it really depends what platform you're on. But like even like, you know, the older um, folks, um, you know, they'll be on Facebook and things of that nature. So, I mean, for fortunately for me, you know, a lot of my clients range, um, but, um, you know, social media has a big impact. Most people, when they first wake up, that's the first thing they do, Look at, grab their phone, see what's going on. So, you know, it's important, you know, to use those kind of platforms to reach, you know, those demographics. Now, let's, let's talk about buying the block. You know, there's a, Mike Epps has a TV show on t- called Buying Back the Block. He does with his wife, goes in and buys black blocks there in his community. I know I'm from Fifth Ward and some HBCU graduates went into Fifth Ward, Texas, and it was Houston, Texas. That's where Fifth Ward is located in, and start buying back the block within the Fifth Ward community. Um, how's that work? How do you, how was the strategy behind buying uh, community blocks within a neighborhood? What is the strategy, Randy? Uh, you know, first and foremost, you want to be around somebody that's educated that's doing it. Um, but really, you know, it's just looking at areas, typically, you know, it's areas where, you know, our people are in and, you know, looking for opportunities. Um, a lot of these areas, you know, the, there's not many resources, but, um, you know, you can see there's potential for growth. So for us, we're looking at areas and we're trying to find products that will allow people to purchase in these areas. So again, NAC is a great tool that we use. Um, where I try to educate my people. It doesn't matter where you're at in life. You know, again, you mentioned earlier how you can be on Section 8 and you can go through a NACA program and buy a home. So as opposed to renting, um, you know, why not buy a home, even if it's in an area where, you know, they're redeveloping or it's not quite there yet. I found, you know, just from my experience, you know, when people own something, there's a more sense of pride. You know, they're more willing to take, care of, you know, that, that asset. And so, you know, we, we're looking for areas where, you know, we can put our people in no matter where you're at, no matter, you know, how much money you're making. Um, we're looking at areas where we see, you know, there's not strict zoning. Um, zoning means like regulations where, you know, if you want to build up or, you know, try to, you know, redevelop those areas, maybe create jobs, you know, put mixed use and commercials, um, type properties. We look for areas where, you know, the zoning isn't as strict, um, areas where there's public transportation, 
you know, those are the areas where, you know, we really want to focus in on because especially if people don't necessarily have the money, they may not be able to drive. So public transportation is huge because they got to get to and from work. Um, But really just finding areas where there's opportunities where it's not too expensive and, um, you know, teaching our people, you could buy multiple right, units. Right, right. But it's important, property. the word buying the block, because buying mm-hmm. one house on a block can really be a detriment to the plan. Right, I, right. Here's, a, here's the thing, here's a note that I knew, because I, you know, I the, the the opportunities presented to me, I didn't move forward on it, uh, one of the regrets in my life, because the mm-hmm. gentleman came to me, he said, hey, we're going to knock on all these doors on this block. It was a block. It really, literally mm-hmm. was a block. And he said, this is why you do it, because this, and this was in the city of Houston. They said, by buying this block, the city of Houston wants you to buy the block, because once you tear all this, run all these people out, because that's what's going to happen, you're going to run out the people who can't afford what you're about to do. And so that why by increasing the value of the homes, then the property tax can be increased. If you increase the property tax, that means the school tax can be increased, which means that your kids are going to get better educated in that community. So it has a lot of value in it when you're buying back the block because it builds the community. It brings value back in the community. And that's really what really, really is important when you're talking like this. Now, you have coming up in 2024 a generational wealth expo what exactly is that yes so this would be our second um annual one and it's really just an expo where we're bringing in some of the most influential um people in the industry um it ranges from real estate to life insurance to um you know tech um you know we have people estate planners um tax advisors and we try to create a one-day event where you can come in there and it's a one-stop shop where, you know, if you're interested in entrepreneurship, um, we're giving you the tools and resources to be able to, you know, succeed. And, you know, we, last year we did it in a ward eight in DC, which is, you know, probably the worst ward. And our goal really is to like bring light into our communities. Uh, we had uh, Matt Garland from um, Earn Your Leisure. We had Henry Washington, Bigger Pockets. We had some really dynamic individuals. Lindsey Smith, one of the best insurance brokers. They all came out along with myself and other just notable people. And, you know, they just poured into our attendees. And really it's, the goal is to help people understand how you can build generational wealth. No matter where you're at, you can get started and, you know, you can put plans in place. And it's, re- it's, it's really great time where we just really educated our people and um, we sponsored returning citizens. Um, we gave them opportunity to hear from some of these experts. Right. We had some high school kids and really just trying to create, you know, opportunity where people are inspired and, and ready and have a roadmap. And this would be in the uh, DMV area, Washington, D.C., Maryland, yeah. Virginia area. Yeah, okay. be in Washington, D.C. Cool. Yeah. Before we go, we have a, a, a caller, and I want to take this call before we end the interview. Kevin, Kevin from Atlanta, how you doing? This is Rashawn yeah. McDonald, and uh, Randy Lewis is calling in on the show. Do you have a question? Yes, gentlemen. How are you all? Good. Uh, I have two part question. One first question is there is an empty lot in my neighborhood, and I've been maintaining and keeping it for the county. I've gone and talked to them about trying to purchase it. Is there any other ways that I would, because they tell me I would have to pay all of the back taxes that were owed on the property if I wanted to own it. And then my second question is that in my neighborhood, there are several houses that have been purchased by these major companies, these major realtor companies, 
and they're putting people in these houses that, and they're charging them a uh, high mortgage rate, and most of them can't afford it. And last up, we had some squatters, but they're not doing anything to enhance the neighborhood. They're bringing down the value of our neighborhood. What is it, or can we do anything to block them or get them out of the neighborhoods? Randy? That's a great question. Um, so the, the first uh, question you had mentioned. Um, it, was a, it was a vacant house in his neighborhood, but there are back yeah. taxes on it. Any way he can get the house without paying the back taxes? Um, I, no, not from my understanding. <laughs> no, but, no, um, that's true. It, 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 <laughs> that's a universal no there, Randy. That's a universal no. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Uh, but from you know, I, I would not let that stop you. I mean, a lot of times we think about doing things individually, but why not, you know, maybe reach out to some other people in your network and see, hey, can we, you know, collaborate together, create a fund, you know, work together to purchase it collectively. Um, so I would think, you know, if you can't come up with the funds yourself, maybe trying to, you know, find other people that can help you. And let me slide in on that. Stay on top of that house because that house can come up for auction. And you don't want to miss out on that. And don't uh, keep a like I said, keep an eye, eagle eye on that land, and also the history on it. You know, is who owns that land? All those things, because sometimes when you when you don't have to pay the taxes on it, somebody it is it's the, the community would say, or the state or the city would say, you know, we're just gonna get what we can off the property. So don't let the fact that it has, you know, a tax lien on that land stop you from considering it will never be a possibility. But they are going to want some form of tax payment to release that property for sale. And a lot of times it's done through auction. And your next question was about people who are basically not so much squatters, but, you know, these big corporations who are just coming in and you hear the commercials. You have to tell us, we just buy your home online. Just uh, we'll we'll give you a price. And if you move in and, and the house sale goes up, we'll give you the difference. These people are taking over communities and he wants to know how can that be stopped or he's just going to be a frustrated person in his community. Randy. Yeah, so that's a tricky one as well. I mean, because at the end of the day, um, you know, people are squad and squatters have rights um, in a lot of states. Um, so it's just a matter of going through the court process with that. Um, you know, it, it, it's 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 a matter of, I know for people who are falling behind on their mortgages and stuff, there's a lot of different HUD programs that may allow them to, you know, get back on their feet because, you know, the reality is life happens and we don't really know what's going on. Um, But, you know, and that's why it's important to, when we're buying these homes, we educate ourselves what's the best product, like programs like NACA where, you know, they're making you really go through a process to see if something's really affordable. Um, So, you know, I think that's really the best approach um, in terms of like trying to get them out. There's not really much we can do. No, as long as they own that property, as long as they don't fall behind in the payments, unfortunately, the you know, home ownership does give you a lot of rights, and squatters kind of t- can take advantage of that because you can't do anything physically to get these people out because they have rights. As soon as they get behind those doors, they have rights. Their rights can yeah, supersede but, your rights, correct? Yeah, but the issue that we're having is that is like these companies from Arizona outside of state. Right. They are purchasing these houses, and the mortgage that they're charging – these folks, are the, the type of clients that they're getting, they're not doing any type of vetting of them. Right. And you can see that mm. these are people who are running a credit card scam just right. to get a place to sleep that night. And they're not making any improvements on the house or yard. And now it's bringing my 
your value down and making you disappointed mm-hmm. every time you come home. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Randy Lewis, for coming on Money Making Conversation Masterclass, my friend. We're going to talk soon, okay? Thank you for joining us for this edition of Money Making Conversations Masterclass. Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald is produced by 3815 Media Inc. More information about 3815 Media Inc. is available at 3815media.com. And always remember to lead with your gifts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.